Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And thanks, thanks everyone, for joining us today. What I wanted to discuss uh, is how do you increase confidence in sales? Because this is there. I had a conversation with one of our reps today, and that kind of spurred, obviously, the the topic of conversation for this podcast. But I think it's important to understand is one of the things you have to understand is that you have to be confident in the product you're selling. Like, yeah, it's, it is enough. Um, or I should say it's not enough to just be sold on the product as in your product's good and you know that it's good. Okay. But how do you actually bring confidence into the sale? Because I don't think those two things are the exact same thing, right? I don't think it's the same thing to say that, yeah, I buy my product, right? I would buy my product. I believe in my product. I'm sold on my product. I don't think that's synonymous with I have confidence selling my product. I'm a confident person in how do I handle selling a product? Because th- those are two different things. It's not just enough to be sold on your product. It's you actually have to take it to the next level of how do I gain confidence in selling? And that's it's so vital because you've got to understand like the, the percentages as far as communication between human beings, the data is pretty clear. About 90% of communication between human beings is nonverbal. Um, or I shouldn't say nonverbal. It's, it's not the words that you're actually saying. About 10% of the communication between you and somebody else is going to be the words that are actually coming out of your mouth. So do they matter? Yes, absolutely. And we talk about it all the time on the podcast. But the other 90% about half of it is body language and and the other half of it is how you're saying what you're saying. So in what I guess the argument that I'm trying to make is that you could be sold on your product. You could think that your product is great, but if you don't deliver in a confident way why your product's great, if the tone in your voice when you're delivering why you think that product is best and how you can handle the objection or how do you sell against the competition or you don't understand the competition, you're not going to have the confidence. Okay, yeah, you're sold on your product, but what if the customer asks you a question of that you're not prepared for and then your answer comes off as totally, not maybe not incompetent, but you certainly don't have the level of confidence that they're expecting and they're, that they're looking for. And believe me, there's there's no quicker way to lose a sale than to make it such that the customer doesn't have confidence in you or the product. And they're reading you more than anything. Like, yeah, they're looking at the product. They're thinking about the product. But you're the one presenting it. You're the person that they're interacting with, talking about the product. They're reading you and your level of confidence in what you're saying and doing. And it's going to show if you're an amateur or if you're experienced and you know what you're saying. So anyway... What I wanted to share is just an example from earlier today. Um, I was having a conversation. Uh, we had a good lunch meeting, uh, myself and 
uh, one of our reps joined us, and her and I were discussing it afterward, and I was posing her questions and asking for her to essentially, like, all right, give me your response. And what I, what I was doing is essentially putting her in the worst case scenario with a customer. So you get into a situation where, yeah, you're sold on your product, but your customer starts throwing you really difficult objections. So for example, we were primarily talking about PRP, uh, platelet-rich plasma today. Um, there were other things that we were going to get to, but that was kind of the, the start of the conversation and the end of the conversation because he had to run and he had a, he had a surgery to go to. But that's what, that was the genesis or, or the basis of the conversa- conversation today. So then when the rep and I were discussing it afterwards, that's what we were talking about. And so I was posing her some of the most difficult questions that I could think of that a customer could throw her way, throw her way. And the reason that you have to do that is because that's what builds your confidence. You don't get confident shooting layups in basketball. You actually have to take difficult shots. It's not the same thing to shoot on a, on a hoop just by yourself and in the, you know, in the driveway than it is to have somebody guarding you and then guarding you hard. Like the game's totally different. And if you're not practicing for the toughest scenario, the worst case scenario, you're going to struggle. But you have to understand, like when we're talking about confidence in selling, that's, that's how you gain confidence in selling your product. You gain confidence selling your product by putting yourself in the toughest environment you can. So you're thinking through, all right, what is the hardest objection I could get to my product? What could a customer ask me? What could a customer say that is the most difficult thing that I could hear? And then how do I handle it? And so let me give you an example of this just because I think it'll, it'll add some color to the conversation and hopefully uh, make it a little bit more tangible for you. We're talking about PRP systems. I know I've, I'm sure I've mentioned it on the podcast before. We sell a PRP system. One of the fundamental things about PRP is, or one of the fundamental um, differentiators in PRP systems is leukocyte concentration. So leukocyte rich versus leukocyte poor. That's, that's outside the scope of what we're going to go into specifically in this podcast, obviously. But understand that you've got other reps who are selling competitive products that are walking into the same customers that you are and telling them that their system is better and that they have the clinical data to back it up. So what if you're sitting down there with a customer and they say, yeah, I understand that you're telling me that you have the clinical data to back up your system, but the other rep came in last week, showed me his system. He had clinical data that he had to to back up his system too. So what am I supposed to do? How do you handle that? Like, that's a tough ass question. And I would tell you candidly, you know, the, the rep I was talking with was like, uh, (laughs) I don't know. You tell me, see, just, it is what it is until you've actually practiced figuring out what you're going to say in those tough situations. You're not going to have the confidence to go sell that product. You might believe in it. You might think it's the best product. You might be sold on the product but you don't have the confidence to sell it because you're like, uh, what are they going to ask me? Oh shit. <laughs> if they're going to ask me that, then I don't know what the hell I'm going to say. Well, uh, I, I think our kids better. I think our system's better. I think the data says that we're better. I think, and you just, all of your confidence in the product erodes when you don't know how to handle those objections. 
And so I'm walking her through worst case scenario. All right. What is the worst case scenario? You present your data and he doesn't think it's any better than the data that he was presented by the competitor. What are you going to do? How do you get that business? What do you follow that up with? You know, those are the questions you need to think about. So let me give you an example. This was my answer for her. If I was going to run into that situation where a customer says, yeah, 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 I hear what you're saying, but I was talking to a talking to your competitor and they say they have just as good a data and they showed me studies that say their system's better. And now you're showing me your study, your studies that say your system is better. What am I supposed to do in that scenario? Here is my answer. Well, doc, I fully understand. I have a vested interest in obviously sharing my data with you and trying to convince you of that. And the competitor has the opposite. Ultimately, here's the deal. If you're not convinced by my data or you're not convinced by the competitor data, what you've got to come down to is say, okay, let's just assume these products are similar in outcomes. You're going to get the same positive effect from our system as you would from the other system. Let me ask you this, because these are the questions that I think you as a physician need to be thinking about because, all right, if the systems are the same, what should I think about? Number one, how much am I paying for the system? Number two, how easy is it to use? Number three, what else outside of the kit itself do I have to be spending on? You know, do I have to purchase anticoagulant separately and draw that up or does it come all in the kit? What about the centrifuge? Do I have to pay for the centrifuge? What about staff turnover? If I, you know, if I get new staff in here and I've got this PRP system in here, are you going to come train my staff? Is it easy for them to use? If my staff is drawing the blood and spinning it down, but I'm going to be the one injecting it, how do I know they're going to get a reproducible and consistent system and spin and draw every time. Those are the questions you would then follow that up with. So like that is worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is you walk in, you can't convince the, the physician to go with your PRP system because your data says good stuff about your system, but so does the competitor. Okay. How are you going to answer that? Well, what I would say is just what I laid out for you. What are the other reasons why you would be using one system over the other? Follow that down. If, if you're not convincing him on data, then focus on the other things that, that are benefits, that we have benefits over the competitors. You know, you've got to, and, and maybe that's not a perfect example for this scenario or for this conversation, but think about it in, this, in these terms. You have to think worst case scenario, i.e. you have to think that the customer is getting the best pitch from your competitor that your competitor is not an idiot. You know, I think people try to practice selling against the their competitor's worst pitch. Like, you're just going to be able to walk in there and hand over data and says, oh, we're so much better. Look at this. You know, the other guy that, that's telling you to use their system, their system sucks. Don't listen to them. Like, that's not how it works. Your competitors are putting their best foot forward every time. And your customers get their best pitch. That means you have to train for the best pitch from the customer or you have to train for how do you handle the best objection from the customer because they're going to be getting it from the competitor what if the competitor says this what if the competitor says that yeah my my competitor i've got a good relationship with and i trust was in here last week he said this he showed me this data what do you have to say for that you have to practice for worst case scenario and that's how you grow in confidence selling your product it's not just enough to be sold on your product like yeah that's important. Okay, great. But you have to grow in confidence selling your product. 
You have to grow in confidence in the, the ability to be able to deliver your product confidently and succinctly and be able to handle the, the objections that are always going to be thrown your way. So that's how you grow in confidence. You practice against the best. To be the best, you got to beat the best, right? That's a common sports phrase, let's say. If you're going to go play against LeBron James or Michael Jordan, like, who are you going to practice against? You know, your younger brother that didn't even make the high school squad? Like, okay, that's, is that helpful at all? No. All right. Obviously. So anyway, um, yeah, I hope that's helpful. And you'll actually put the time in thinking about what, what the best and or worst, depending on how you look at it, objections are that you could potentially hear. Figure out how you're going to respond to them, and that's going to build the confidence for you going into your sales meetings. All right? Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.